0: Welcome to Everyday Driver, where cars are more than just transportation. They're freedom, a common ground, a way to grow,
1: and can even make life better.
0: We're here to help everyone find a car they love and discover all the ways cars connect us. I'm Todd. I'm Paul. And this is The Car Debate. You know what just dawned on me? Mm, what's that? Uh, we haven't done a new intro for the podcast, and it's been <laughs> no, we still need in the midst to. of
1: everything else. There, there's a lot that we need to, yes, but we've sure. uh, just gotten through a cheap sports car challenge. Two videos. We hope yep. you've seen that on YouTube. If not, we hope it's a, a bit of a definitive piece because these cars will always be cheap, hopefully. <laughs> and we even represented on this Utah pilgrimage that we've been looking forward to all mm-hmm. almost the whole year long. For People sure. have been asking for it because we haven't been able to do our usual European pilgrimage trip, and so. We had one in Austin, but we've really been looking forward to the local meetup. And we had 26 cars Mm -hmm. on this trip. And this podcast is going to be hearing from people who went on the trip. They are sitting in the room with us, so when you respond, please identify yourself, first name only, but we want to hear from you guys.
0: For sure. And uh, you obviously have noticed by now that we are not in the studio. This sounds nothing like the studio. We're well aware of that, but that's because we're sitting in a room with most of the people that came with us, which is amazing. Which is great. And we had a fantastic range of cars with us this whole time. We did a Utah Greatest Hits Roads thing with Greatest Hits Cars. It actually worked out. We got rained on, which was awesome, but we also had dryness during the best parts of the drive but we got we got really rained on a few times and i was actually glad to not be in a lotus but i won't tell you what i was in because you weren't (laughs) on the meetup but you'll find out soon because we're coming up with those cars as well
1: that's right well we started our trip at soldier hollow golf course but it's actually the nordic venue the world biathlon venue for the salt lake olympics back in 2002 And so that was our meeting place to start off the trip. I had a prior dinner uh, the night before, but Mm -hmm. everybody came in. And I love this camaraderie that the trip was already forming by the first day, Mm -hmm. which was so great. And people are meeting everybody and wanting to inquire about cars they had heard about and hadn't seen. And Mm -hmm. what developed over the entire course of the trip is that people started to ask if they could drive other people's cars.
0: Yes, absolutely. And the other thing is some of the people that were on this flew in and touroed cars. So some right, people drove their right. own cars in from literally all over the U.S. and thank you guys for doing that. Other people flew in and turod cars. My favorite moment of the turod cars is Scott, <laughs> who rents the Maserati and promptly puts an everyday driver vinyl sticker on the back, which I hope is there forever. He'll, he'll give it back, right? But I he'll love the fact that you gave you put us because we have debated forever. You have no idea how long we've debated the fact that we should put one on every single press car. But we don't want the fleet guys to be angry at us because we know they would have to spend the time getting it back off and then they wouldn't like us. So we try to give the cars back clean so we don't put finals on them. But you put one on that car, which is awesome.
1: We also had radios for mm-hmm. everybody in the cars. And this has been a grand experiment because we needed everybody to be able to talk to everyone else yes. and warn about animals on the road mm-hmm. or upcoming traffic or cyclists or you know any road hazard. So it's been a, a big experiment. Everybody had a radio in their car to be able to talk to each other. And I love that the radio chatter
0: increased as the, the days went it on. This was it my started great concern, timid. Though. It was my great because It's just going to be a big trucker conversation the entire time. And luckily I, I still
1: say we needed handles, you know, like yeah. your bowling name. So we had a lot of different stops planned mm-hmm. along the way. But mm-hmm. we wanted a variety of roads. And as you said, we had greatest hits cars. But we had some greatest hits roads here in Utah.
0: We did. We got on Highway 12 and many other places. We'll actually, we should post the, the actual itinerary at some point. Because I think a lot of people have already asked. Thank you to those of you that asked yes, about where we yes. went. We will actually share that information. It's difficult to discuss it in an audio medium. You need to actually see it and understand the roads because they were great. The radio's thing, the big bonus was everybody here, and I'm congratulating everybody here, everybody here started calling passing because we we're going Which down roads nice. and it's yeah. raining and it's hard to see. And you'd Invariably, you'd be in a small car behind an RV and you can't see a thing. Exactly. So then you <laughs> decide to risk it and go out there and then – you'd be able to call it for everybody behind you so we could actually get clean passes going because, believe it or not, we're going a little bit faster than some of the traffic. Well, let's jump right in. We've done this particular kind of venue before
1: when we've been in Germany on the pilgrimage trip, our mm-hmm. actual pilgrimage yeah, trip, yeah. and we had fans with us, and we just sat around and said, hey, what was your favorite part of the trip? Mm-hmm. And, and really, it's something that anybody can go do, but yeah. I, I love the new friendships that have been made. Mm-hmm. And so we want to ask you guys questions. If you were to come on this trip, you listening were to come on this trip, what is there to expect? Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm thrilled that everybody came. And yeah, for sure. yeah, like I said, new friendships being made. But we want to hear from you about your impressions because Todd and I are still astounded that you came. And we're, for sure. We're sure. very thankful.
0: Who's got, a, who's got a favorite part they'd like to share? Anybody? I'm not actually going to go to my son who wants to share the entire <laughs> podcast. He was here, he had a great time. But Richard, here. My favorite part was just how generous everybody is. Um, You talk about sharing a car, and people just pull their keys out of their pocket and go, here, let's go right now. (laughs) And so I came in with drive homework, and I got to drive two of the cars on my drive homework, and a clear winner emerged. And that was just fantastic. Great people, generous people with their cars. And just a great experience. Well, you and I had
1: gotten talking about various cars early on in the trip, and you were genuinely shopping. And we had a variety. We had a lot of the cars you were looking at, as a matter of fact. And so we wanted to kind of do a a little bit of mini-debate discussion and talk people through about, what you know, you're looking for this? Hey, we've got the car here. Let's go talk to the owner. And Mm -hmm. as it turned out, as you said, Owners were, just became very generous, so if you want to get in a drive, you've got to come on the pilgrimage trip with us if you want to get in somebody's car, well, but th-
0: that's how it turned out. For sure. Mandy made the comment to me. She said, she said to me earlier, actually, we, had our, we just got back from our closing night dinner. She said to me on the way to dinner, she said, we have to make this an extra day, and I said, why? Did we not get enough driving? And she said, no, 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 because it was only today that people realized, oh, I should be swapping cars, <laughs>
1: Now so it's we need an extra day to really right. get car now swapping going,
0: apparently, because everybody got comfortable with that today, which was great. We had a lot of people jumping in all kinds of things, which was great. It's not required by any means. We didn't say you had to do this, but so much car discussion came out of this that people were like, well, I've never been in one of those. And so somebody like, I have keys. You should sit. <laughs> There's keys. You should drive it. There's we're going gas out of the stretch. in it. Let's absolutely. go. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, yes. Who else has got a favorite part they want to share? Jason.
2: So I think my favorite parts are actually – kind of opposite one of my favorite parts is when all of the cars are bunched up together and there's 26 cars and we're driving up the side of a cliff and you can look back or look forward depending on where you are in the group and just see 26 incredible cars And you also see the reaction that people give you when they're driving by you or they're standing on the side of the road just watching this group of cars go by. It did become a thing. There's some magic that happens when a bunch of cars come together. But there's so many times, car
1: clubs, you know, everybody driving, there's so many different skill levels. But I think there was a lot of respect
2: and, and. you know understanding between car owners on this trip. Yeah, you saw people kind of standing there, little kids, older dads like watching and and just kind of enjoying seeing all sorts of different cars go by. And I think the other fun part is I don't remember the canyon, but when uh, I had to pass somebody and then chase the person in front of me to catch them, and just because they came out of corner hot, in. yeah. And, and it that I mean that was the most fun part was just knowing you had to catch up with the person in front of you, and and uh, I won't say how fast I was going, but I was, a, I was in a I was in a I was in a Miata, so it was a little underpowered compared to the person in front of me, and uh, I did my best to catch up. So that was that was exciting.
1: We saw a lot of daily triple shirts. We did. Daily I, I just know about the mass and lots of colors. I don't know we about any other kind of things, f- yes. but the shirts were represented well.
0: Well, I told some of the group here that I've actually decided I have to quit wearing that shirt on these events because I know if I get pulled over wearing that shirt, I'm getting a ticket. But he did not wear the daily triple shirt. Hello, <laughs> officer. I have. Uh, what was I doing? I have no idea. Hopefully,
1: you'd have to explain it, and you can. I don't know. Explain yeah. it away somehow. Get away with it somehow,
0: it's just a joke or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But, While uh, he clocks me it firmly in no, anyway, anyway, moving on that. Down. But yeah, fortunately, we had a great yeah.
1: trip without any of that. We did. Fortunately, we yes. had a great trip yes, yes. with uh, no speeding tickets, from what I understand. Uh, Unless somebody had one that didn't tell us about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good, uh, good, good, good. So that's that's a good thing. But driving fun was had by all. And I, I love that we had a variety of uh, weather experiences, too. That's and being so kind, was, by the way, there was very kind. there was a lot of yeah. tire discussion as well, and and more understanding about the dynamics of different kinds of roads because we had very tight, twisty roads coming out of Soldier Hollow, and then we had a lot of different sweepers. And fortunately, the roads that we're you know blessed to have here in Utah yeah, yeah. have just this incredible variety. And so I, I love that all these different cars and drivers you know got to experience the different kinds of roads
0: and uh, you know in various cars. So. Besides just favorite thing, anybody got something that they were surprised by on the trip that they want to share? Everybody, come on. do Not not everybody at once. I, okay, I'm going to my son. I'm going to my son for something because nobody else has got anything. So we're going right here.
3: I didn't even raise my hand. Okay. I was surprised by how many people showed up. I wasn't expecting to see 26 cars. I was expecting 10, maybe 15, 17's pushing it. 26? Where did that come from? Why are there that many people here? Anyway, I was surprised by that.
1: Well, I'm glad you came with us. It was, it was great to have you, and, and people got to meet you. So. And, of course, my son drove everything. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I just liked that he was shouting at you the whole time. He was, yes. uh,
0: you know, your, your mini-me. I have, I, everybody here has enjoyed the fact that there have been two of me walking around, <laughs> me and somebody three-quarter my size. So it's been, it's it's great. been entertaining as well.
1: Well, uh, yeah, we've got
4: uh, Colin right behind you. Hi, so I'm Colin. The best part of this trip was the driving. Obviously, that's the main focus of this. We do have vehicles that move, so we tend to use them. But I recently, a week and a half ago, purchased my Z4 after much debate and much consideration. And so I just barely slapped new tires on and just let it rip, and it was fantastic. Really learning the characteristics of the car, looking at the beautiful scenery, and looking at the wonderful, wonderful sweeping roads. It was fantastic.
1: I'm glad to hear that. I mean, that, that is the entire point of the pilgrimage trip. And for sure. It, it's become something you and I do. It's an an mm-hmm. extra thing, but it's the distillation of the show for, for everything sure. you yeah, yeah. and I have set out yeah, yeah. to do. And I was talking – I forget who I was talking to about uh, just uh, – it was Ian. We were talking about the camera just being one person. And then you got to ride with me in, in my Cayman. We had, uh, we had a little bit of fun in the Cayman. <laughs> and, uh... Everybody kept getting – you have to understand if you weren't
0: here. Everybody kept getting out of the car with Paul going – yeah,
1: it's
5: a fast car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, we had to we give it a proper drive. For sure. It's yeah. been neglected lately. So we gave it a proper drive. But we were just talking about it's just one person. You know, yeah. that camera just represents one person. and So I, th- I think there was a lot of personal connection here, too, on that oh, trip. Yeah. And, yeah that's what it is. Like-minded people, you know, mm-hmm. want to drive and understand more and we can all learn from each other. And that's what I think you and I come away with is learning more from all of you, which is great. It, you know, the audience and it's just in person is very, very different. And so it, it, teaches us a lot it informs our opinions
0: and we learn so
1: well and every time we invariably
0: for me I felt like I was always like that person's really fast and then I didn't do that corner very well and we're not it's not even track driving we're just on a canyon going no I did not spot spot you that know. corner well at all yeah that happened for there's sure.
1: no competition here well I'll say the the thing that surprised me was uh, definitely the turnout but uh yeah just the car swapping that went on I yeah, kind of sure. didn't expect that and I'm glad that people started to get into it a little bit mm-hmm. and want to share. I, had, I saw many people saying, no, I, I want you to get in my car. Mm-hmm. Dale, especially. Yeah. Derek, where are you? Yeah. Derek, Derek was uh, very generous with his uh, Mercedes AMG E63 S.
0: Well, and everyone, I forgot how much
1: power that, that car has. Quite a bit. He's no.
0: stuck. To my bumper. Well, but, but you forgot that you we didn't were hear this part. on it. You didn't hear this part. Bodie and I, we were starting the trip, and we're looking at all the cars. And we're having a conversation about all the cars that are with us. And there's a spectrum of fantastic cars. And at one point, he asked, what's the most powerful car here? <laughs> and I said, you see the wagon, four cars up? And he went, no. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah. So we got to drive it. Yeah. So say, yeah. But the other thing about it is was you could never tell who was driving the Mercedes wagon or who was driving the Supra. Because <laughs> Dale true. and Derek were the first ones to be like, I got keys. Who wants to drive? So it was constantly a swap. I kept going, oh, super behind Dale. That's not Dale. So, yeah. Which turned out for many
1: people who experienced that, it's, yeah. it's much better than a test drive at a dealership with a salesperson sure. wanting to sell you the color of the car as, you know, stereo with a nav or anything like that. So I, I love that this has been very informative. And, and, Richard, as you said earlier, you've come away with a clear winner mm. because cars are expensive. And if you're going to plunk down that kind of money, then – you want to be sure and so we're in an environment where you know you know you've got a great road you've got the time you experience it like you want to and that's what so many people came away
0: with that's what surprised me the most anybody else have a favorite moment they want to share or a surprise from the trip or anything
6: so uh this is rich from uh woodside in the bay area um i was on some of the sweepers chasing paul in the cayman in my uh <laughs> turbo i'll call it an mx5 in case anyone english is listening <laughs> <laughs> and uh Sort of watching the difference between the, the way that came and turns in at speed and the body control, and looking between that and my temperature gauge <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: sure the, right. the thing that really stuck with me was all of the time behind it we were on it, um, and there 's this black c six just fifty yards behind me, and it 's like jewel yeah, <laughs> just always just there, just yeah. there, and it 's deeply impressive seeing that car and the driver just like i 've got this covered i 'm not even trying, and you 're like we 're on it that was just that was
1: fun. We we had those moments. And then we had, you know, if you're back off kinds of moments due to weather, but mainly due to scenery and the scenery, uh, hopefully that came across for you guys. Hopefully that was, I don't know where you would rank things. You know, all of you in the room, I I don't know how you would rank things. I'm sure it's a a bit difficult, but we did slow down for the really good scenery. I thought, you Mm -hmm. know what, let's take this in. Mm -hmm. But it was nice not having to think, all right, we're going to be Making a film, I gotta be on camera, I gotta true. say smart, funny, true, interesting, true. cool things. Yeah. And also, you know, set up camera shots. I just took the scenery back in, going mm-hmm. slow, and just thought. What an amazing place! This is part of it too. It didn't matter how fast we were going. Yeah.
0: that was part of it too. It is hard to do both. It's hard to drive as fast as you can on a road and also go. Did you see the mountain go by? Mm-hmm. So you yeah. got to calm down every now yeah. and then. I found myself with with Bodie's my passenger. I found myself slowing down a lot of times. To be like, hey, hey, buddy, look at that. Which slowed me down, which was good because there was
7: it was easy to go quick. Right, my name's Will, uh, and I'm from Mississippi, so I want to talk about the scenery for a second. And there's about twenty five percent of this trip where. It was so beautiful that I just wish my wife and other people I loved were here. She probably would have hated the other 75%. But one (laughs) of those was coming up uh, to the top of one of the mountains in an eagle – was, like, literally right next to my car flying. And I was like, oh, so we're not at sea level anymore. <laughs> awesome.
0: That's good. I'm glad. Well, you also brought up that fact that it has come up at a lot of the dinners. We have a few significant others here, and they've been very tolerant. So thank you to all of you. But at the same time, there's been others here that have been like, I wish my wife would. No, I don't. No, I don't, because she would not have enjoyed herself. And I can put my wife in that category, who always is like, you know what? I I love you, and I love your cars, and I like driving the Lotus, but please don't take me for a drive. I'm glad that those of you that came that have significant others that didn't come, that they were like, please go and have fun, so that you felt free to be here, which is really cool. But at the same time, I say this as a man with a spouse who doesn't enjoy it, please don't subject your spouse to those experiences if they don't want to be there, because neither of you will have a good time. When your car needs new brakes, and it will, it's a great time to upgrade for better stopping power. We're excited to partner with PowerStop Brakes for an easy way to get more performance for something you already need. PowerStop is on a mission to deliver better brakes on every vehicle in
1: every situation, from daily commuting to towing to track days. These are bolt on, direct fit
0: parts for better braking with no modifications required. Every PowerStop complete brake kit comes with all the parts you need to upgrade your brakes. That includes the pads, rotors, and even those little clips and fasteners. Plus, all their pads are made from a carbon fiber ceramic compound, which they've tested extensively to deliver low dust and noise-free performance.
1: So the next time you need new brakes or simply want to upgrade, visit PowerStop.com and enter your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use car finder. Todd and I even found great kits for our SUVs and cheap sports cars. Give your everyday driver the easy and affordable performance upgrade it deserves at PowerStop.com. All right, so for this experience, let's keep it going. You know, favorite moments, favorite parts of the trip, things that really stuck out, things that you know maybe you expected it was just all going to be driving, but actually the driving took second place.
8: Hi, so my name is Peter, uh, and the car swapping was definitely the highlight for sure. But what's great about the car swapping is there are no bad cars here. So it doesn't matter what you get in; you're going to have a good time. You're going to learn something, and it's really cool. I mean, so I swapped with Rich. Uh, I have a Stinger, and he has a a, a Hyundai Genesis Coupe. And I never would have thought that the Hyundai Genesis Coupe sounded that good. And I was revving it to the top range, and it was like, "This sounds fantastic!" I never would have thought, you know. And you just learn little things about that with every car that you jump in. Well, your driving style
1: changed, too, because suddenly it's a new platform. You know, you're going into a manual transmission, so you're adjusting driving styles, you know, instantly. Same road, but, you know, suddenly you're learning a new car.
8: Yeah, yeah. Every car here had something to offer, and, you know, every single one I got to jump into was just so much fun for – Lots of reasons. I mean, I had the distinct pleasure of driving Paul's uh, Cayman GTS on the uh, shortest, flattest, slowest <laughs> part of the drive, <laughs> <laughs> and it was still fantastic. I mean, I, I gave a little gap at a stoplight just so I could rev it up once, and it was magical. And I, it was great anyway. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed the color matched uh, vents inside. That's key. That was probably that a, is uh, really five thousand dollar Porsche option. You know, you know so there's some guy that
0: just does
4: that just sprays, sprays vents all that yeah <laughs> sprays vents colin you had a thought uh my second thing again this is colin uh is just the wide variety of cars we had all the way from uh, massive track turbo miata to gt4 caymans to maserati Turo road Mod- maserati maserati represent and
8: it was <laughs> obviously right.
4: porsche was the you know the highest percentage of cars but like um, like peter said earlier there's just amazing cars and it was fantastic to see everyone My name is Chris, and one of the things that I was very impressed with, and you guys talk about this all the time on your podcast about how sound sells, but being in a line of cars with the growls and the pops and just how much more you appreciate a car just by the way it sounds, even if it's just sitting there at idle, but it does make a huge difference.
1: Well, hey, I admit going through uh, a few of the narrow canyons. Mm. And I did have it in sport mode, and I did back off the throttle just to hear it. I rolled the windows (laughs) down. That's why we do the same thing in tunnels. Hot car goes by, and you cheer it on, you know. So I I think that just ever more manifested itself, that sound absolutely will always sell. And we can't predict the future, but I always think V8s, inline
0: sixes, flat sixes, all the good engines, those can't disappear. Well, I think we somehow touroed the sound for this trip, because there's a touroed F-Type. And there's the Turode Maserati. And anybody yeah. that drove behind one of those cars for a section got out was like, I'm so glad that car is here.
6: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Other favorite moments? Yeah, Grady. Aside from everything everyone else touched on, which is a great point, my favorite moment was networking and meeting all of these enthusiasts that are now friends. Yeah. That has been my biggest takeaway from this. It's
0: been awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Is Mississippi the farthest? We've got Oregon. Oh, Baltimore, Michigan, Don't forget, uh... Baltimore. You're right. We got Austria. Oh, that's true, <laughs> Harry. Uh, well, okay, yeah, Austria. all right. It's it's, it's kind of stacking the deck a little, but all right. Fair point. Fair point.
1: Harry, tell everybody what uh, what car do you keep in Austria?
5: Oh, in Austria, I've got a GT4, and I've got a Audi A4 Avant as well, just for the practical part of it.
0: We all <laughs> feel, feel
1: sorry for do. Harry. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I'm just glad you're here. Thank well, you, man. I'm, I'm awesome. thrilled you came.
5: Yeah, my name's Chris, and this is my third Utah adventure, but my first uh, first uh, pilgrimage, and it's just been amazing. And the reason I keep coming back is, is we're all here because we're car people, but we're here because of Todd and Paul, and it's about the people. You know, sure it's about the cars, but it's about the people. That's why I keep coming back. Um, and the driving, I good. Mean, today's, yesterday and today's driving was stunning. Good. And I told Paul, I said. I was afraid that my face wouldn't return to normal. That's so funny. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face. I
0: love
5: it. And I'll be smiling, you know, for the next, till next year. Good. Thank you very much, guys.
0: Thank you.
1: Francisco.
3: Hi, yeah, my name is Francisco. I would say my favorite moment was, like Paul was saying, uh, going the fastest, chasing him. It was the black Corvette, the Miata, M3, E90, and us. Yeah. And, And the GT4, the white one. So we're all keeping up, and all I could hear is my two uh, luggage bags in the back, just going from one (laughs) side to the other, you know what I mean? But we were going to keep up, so that was the funnest part, and, uh, no, that was enjoyable. I think it was fun to see that everybody could go at their own pace and not feel guilty if they were fast or slow. And the best part, too, is that nobody would judge them if they felt fast or slow, you know what I mean?
1: Well, you've touched on it, and that is, you know, when people write to us questions – you don't have to be an expert in engine codes and chassis codes. There are no dumb questions, really. And so there's, you know, if you can come with a, a learning attitude and you can learn new corners and that kind of thing, then great. But there's no judgment here. In that exactly. Sense. And so
3: the only way you learn is to ask. Yeah. As well. So Agreed. that's why I enjoyed the most. That was my favorite
7: moment. Agreed. I love it. Questions down here. Hey, I'm Mike. You What's know, interesting because the podcast. And you know, TV show and YouTube is is about cars, but what you really learn as this group is, yeah, we like cars, but what we really are are driving enthusiasts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great. And you know, and it, it was it was phenomenal. And Mandy's, uh, you know, back to the sound thing. Mandy's uh, Boxster that I got to drive. Just just the sounds alone. Uh, that car feels way faster than my M3. And I don't know if it is, but it sure as hell sounds like it.
1: It's <laughs> interesting. Mike brought his M3. That is the same E90 M3 with a square stance that yep. we featured in our icon BMW comparison film. So all the M3s, Mike brought his car back, and he's still got it, and it's still fantastic. So thank you, Matt. Little man has something
0: else. We'll see what this is.
3: So something that surprised me was that there was a Lotus Elise that wasn't us. And it was almost...
4: Bright yellow, it was bright
3: orange. But it was really interesting to see how they drove. And it was very, very similar to how me and my dad drive a little bit in some scenarios, like corners. But um, So
1: you're saying they're fast?
3: Somewhat. I mean, in the they're corners. They're sitting
1: in the room. <laughs> they're sitting in the room right over here.
3: <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? It was just interesting to see people drive in different ways. As um, Francisco said, it was just. I mean, interesting to see different comfort zones, but something I also realized was I remember one time we weren't doing like a pilgrimage trip. It was just a a road trip, and there was one car that had come sheerly because they were fans of the show. They were not drivers. They were slow. They were scared. They did not like this. Everybody here, none of them, as far as I know, got terrified. It was, we would all slow down because there's a white Subaru something in front of us. (laughs) Everybody can finish that sentence for me.
1: I love that he articulates what we've been thinking and saying out loud and have never actually really said out loud. Well, but
0: what I also like is the fact that the only non licensed driver in the room just judged every driver in the room. That's true.
1: (laughs) I wish my parents brought me on a trip like this when I was 11. I'm telling you. I would have learned so much. Right out of his mouth. There
0: you go. What else, guys?
4: One thing that I just wanted to add. I echo a lot of what people said, um, uh, but actually two things. So one was just the overall quality of the drivers that attended and and the the good judgment that everybody... must um, have high quality. You must be a good driver. You must must be good. But, I I mean, sometimes when you're you're participating in... um, uh, certain activities, you want to keep up with the person in front of you, and and sometimes that that overrides the part of your your brain that logically knows that you should, you know, maybe back off a little. <laughs> Everybody, I will say, from what I saw, exercised very good judgment. Everything mm-hmm. that happened was safe, and I always felt comfortable with the drivers around me. Um, the so other,
1: don't be stupid.
4: Yeah, I didn't I didn't um, see the any takeaway. Yes, I good. didn't see any behavior that made me nervous in any way. The other thing that I didn't appreciate at first um, was I. Uh, and one of the reasons I like to sw- swap keys so much was I got to see my car moving. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And from a third a third person standpoint, and and that was really cool because you're like oh, I've never seen that angle before, or you know just just watching the car <laughs> in the rearview mirror. I like, did
1: good. That is my car. Yes. I did good on yes, that, yes, that one. That's right. That is me right there. That's what I look like when I'm driving. Yeah. Chris has an 06 Cayman. And we swapped Caymans. He, he asked me if I liked history.
5: Well, and Paul, I really appreciate that. Um, Paul was kind enough to give me the keys to one of my dream cars. And, uh, and I also drove a car that exceeds my dreams, which was fantastic. Thank you, to Ted, for that. But the fact that you're actually watching your own car drive down the road, mm-hmm. that's pretty special. Not many people get to experience that. That's true. And don't do that. Don't turn that like that. Don't. No, 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 no. Okay, fine. <laughs>
1: fine.
0: Down here. Mandy, who put the trip together, in just case you don't know, she's the reason that the trip was awesome. Um,
7: one of the things I'll echo with with trading keys it can be it can be nerve wracking as mm-hmm. an owner to hand your keys over to anyone, but I, I did with a few people today, and and it reaffirms my love of my car when any stranger gets out of it and goes oh, my gosh, that car. Yeah. You know, as as several people got out of my car and, and just reaffirmed, like, I love this car. I love this car. I love this car. Um, and it made me kind of appreciate the fact that it's in my garage. Like, that's my car, mm-hmm. um, which is which is as much fun as it is to experience other people's cars and go, oh, that's a great buy. You purchased that so well. I'm so glad I got to experience that car. And on the flip side, got to appreciate my car more by the affirmations of others, too. So I think it's a two-way street on mm-hmm. appreciating the new experience, and and getting that sort of feedback from other people that are getting that experience for the first time.
0: Along those lines, I actually think that Dale is selling Supras. <laughs> <laughs> Dale up. is people selling Supras. <laughs> people would keep like getting out of his Supra and going, I had no idea they were would, that Would you like
1: good. to talk about how your uh, Supra sales uh, yeah, what technique? is? Are you getting what, what a commission
7: yet? Action? What's going on? Hi, this is Dale. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for those of you that don't know, Dale is the reason that Paul and I have done lemons racing. So that's who Dale is.
7: Three times? Yes. yes. Twice successfully. Well, yeah, well, you know, it's lemons. you got to
0: keep trying, right? You're
7: welcome. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of the resident supra evangelist. Clearly. Um, I felt like, as a car, it doesn't always get its due. I was one of the people who thought it was kind of ugly in the photos and the videos until I saw it in person. And to echo an earlier point, trading keys and seeing my car slink up behind me, it's a really good-looking car. <laughs> <laughs> Dale I'm says so- while wearing a Porsche shirt, I should note, for those of you <laughs> who don't see it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, you've, you've owned Porsches. I'm saying that's the uh, provenance here, t- for sure.
7: What, a 20-year-old Porsche shirt that I bought when I bought the Boxster that turned into our Levin's, Levin's car. car. Yeah, so for sure. So this is a souvenir from a, a different age. <laughs> um, yes, lovely people, proud to hand the keys over. I think I was in my car probably a fraction of the time. A that A Fraction I was of the time, for trip. sure. Yeah. And every time I got out of the car, t- Todd would look over and go, "Wait, you were in that one yeah, just now? For sure, absolutely." And, and it happens. Just wanted to say appreciative of everyone, um, especially proud if anybody ends up buying a Supra as a <laughs> result.
0: And you and you don't even get a commission. I don't That's get what's a commission. Nuts. Yeah. yeah.
7: I would just very much like to make sure that we are incentivizing manufacturers to keep producing yes. excellent cars. Yes. Because someday they're going to go away. And I would like to see them stick around a little bit longer. I like that. I mean, we can touch on that. How many of you got
1: into a car that wasn't a manual? Oh no! And loved the car? Well, super at Richard. He's, yeah. I, I think we know which car you're buying now. <laughs> Rich had something behind
6: you. So, one thing that took me a little time to sort of get into the rhythm um, we had this sort of meet up at the beginning and we split into four groups and you naturally sort of think which is going to be the best group who do I want to follow what's going to, what are going to be the other cars and took a couple of stops for us like there is no car here that I'm not interested to follow hmm. and you can follow a Fiesta ST or a F-Type that's making all of those noises or a Maserati or you know 300ZX uh, uh, and just all of it's interesting and it's not sort of like what's the best it's just it's all cool and it, it just took a little while to sort of chill out and realize, actually, this is all good. Just jump in anywhere, essentially. Yeah, yeah I like it. Hi, my name is Scott. I'm doing this like
1: alcoholics.
0: No, I was going to say hi, hi my name Scott. Is Scott. Yeah. 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 You're welcome. We, we all have, have the disease. You're welcome. And yeah. I love Maserati. I have to admit it. You do it now. now. Yeah. Yes. 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 We had... The, if you remember the first morning, you walk in front of that Maserati, there was a gallon of fluid running out from underneath the hood. You the, the one, that? Yes, this is yes. the Turo car that you rented is that is not yours. Yes. Yeah, and, and i got to tell you, it's a fantastic experience being with you guys, the support. It was fun, but it was a fantastic experience. And I'll encourage you to go discover on your own. That's what we did. Loved the car, learned cool. a lot about it. Cool. And we are real excited about this. I, 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 I don't know if you edit, but... I feel like I fell in love with the stripper, because I'm going to have to give it back. (laughs) 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 Wow. And suddenly, this is not a podcast with Darlene. Darlene, I didn't really mean that. I have no idea what it's like to fall in love with the stripper. (laughs) But thank you, guys. This was awesome, and you guys are great. (laughs) I'm glad. Well,
1: Scott, you talked to me about ownership of that car, and you fell in love with the car, but there were a lot of shortcomings to the car because of lack of maintenance. Absolutely. And many owners decide, I don't want to spend money on of the owners
0: don't spend money on Everything that needs to happen. Did I just That's say that? That's weird.
1: I can't control my. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nevertheless, I I love that you found that you know as a viable brand because everybody bags on it and just says nah. Well, it's because of that maintenance and undeniably it, it's important and it's expensive, but you know they still make good cars and I have a sweet a soft spot for uh, for
0: Maserati. I'm just looking forward to the MC20. So bring that on. What else, guys? Anything else? We got some questions as well that came in before we recorded, but.
4: I just thought of one more thing I wanted to add is um, I came to this having, having attended some of these in the past. There was some new people here that I was meeting for the first time, and I was l- talking to them, learning their story, learning their names, and then all of a sudden it would occur to me, I'd say... I know you. I've talked to you on the Discord before and, oh, cool. and making some real-life connections with people that I had had only a, a virtual interaction with. And that was really cool. Uh, Justin in particular, I was talking to him. He was like, yeah, it was – originally the car was yellow um, and then it was um, a painted orange. And I'm like, I, I, you're Justin. I know you. I saw you on the Discord. <laughs> so I did that a couple of times and that was really cool to – to, to make those connections. So if you're not on the Discord already, you should join. Yeah, um, and that's through our
1: Patreon um, channel. So you can yeah. go to patreon.com, and that's, uh, that's how you get on there. We'd, we'd love to have you join. And, and on when you are a patron, especially at the board member level, we do give you early access to the videos that are posted on both of our YouTube channels and just as a thank you. But we also had a, have a monthly board member meetup. Where we get on and we're, we're asking questions of you guys. you know, yeah. Hey, what do you want to see next? And we're revealing inside stuff of, about things that are coming. So be sure to, uh, if, if you have interest, uh, join us on Patreon.com.
0: You've heard us talk about drive homework because it's vital to drive a lot of things when you're trying to find your next car. Knowing your options is incredibly important. And this applies to online shopping, too. You don't want to search just one website unless that site is searching all the other ones for you. That's why we love Auto Tempest. We know you've heard us talk about it before, and we hope you've already
1: seen how far you can shop with just one search. Auto Tempest pulls from all the top used car
0: sites at once, so you know you won't miss that ideal car. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. The idea here is, let's be honest, it's just seething jealousy that you weren't on this trip is really what this whole podcast is Well, we, is we about. feel it's like, you know,
1: everybody it. listening that wasn't here, hopefully you're, you're wanting to come. Hopefully this yeah, is making sure. you want to be with us and, and come on one of these trips because we get so much out of it. And mm-hmm. this isn't – we're not doing this for anything other than the love of
0: being with people and driving. That's yeah, it. for sure. Along these lines, Jason Woods asked a question actually on Facebook. He said, what is the magic number or sweet spot for a number of cars on a trip like this? When does it become too many to manage? Uh, this was borderline. I mean we had twenty-six cars. Yeah. It was but up what's there. nice is with, with Chance and Mandy and you and I, we had we had kind of four designated host cars. Right. And Rich mentioned it earlier. We would try to get five or six cars behind each host car, and that kind of worked out. Plus the radios were really helpful. I feel like this twenty to thirty range is about the limit. Now the great thing about that was you'd come over a rise <laughs> with a long straight <laughs> yeah. and you'd have this amazing rolling car show both directions, and it's already been said we'd go through small Towns and whole families who come out with camera phones. We were just the rolling car shows. <laughs> so that was cool. Anything mothers beyond that, mothers weren't pulling their children off the streets. They were
1: <laughs> sending them out to the. They end were Sending of the them out. Like, yes, please hey, get kids. out there, take a photo. Yes, get an
0: education. So it was. It was great to have that number. I feel like that was about right. we, we tried to cap it at twenty, and invariably these things dribble over into a few extras that call at the last minute. But this was 26. It felt about right, and I hope that we can do it again. Daniel B. on Facebook says, Is
1: there or has there ever been a three-wheeled vehicle that even one person alive can drive around and not look either completely ridiculous, like you're in the movie Tron, or like you couldn't afford a real car like a Reliant Robin? And if not... How come? Well, there is the Morgan three wheeler, but then you're kinda off into scarf and gloves land with you're discovering. Like, it's costumes. like cosplay for World War II at that point. It yeah. really is. So you're right, but I think we'd all rather have the four wheels, to be honest. It's just the proportions are what make it. There's just something missing. Mm-hmm. And I say that having designed a three-wheeled vehicle in my <clears throat> education days as a as an automotive designer, but that was, you know, an exercise. Mm-hmm. And I explored that and it was interesting, but I came away learning a lot of things that I I don't want to own
0: one. Duke Josh 88 says on Instagram, he says he's about to do a lot of the roads we did. So Central Utah, uh, Southwest Colorado, that's going to be great stuff. He said you're doing Million Dollar Highway and other things. How do you convince your wife that you want to take the FRS instead of her Malibu so you can enjoy the great (laughs) driving roads? Okay, this is, this is Rakes and Landmines. Josh, the big question is what is her tolerance level for good roads? If her tolerance level is bad, you probably want to take the Malibu because she's going to be more comfortable and, she, and you're going to go slower. If she has any tolerance for you actually doing roads quickly, that's probably the way in because you'll have a more enjoyable drive on those roads. But it really is going to come down to her tolerance level, and I just don't know what that is.
1: We've got a question on Facebook from Eric D. Asking, why is there never any love or suggestion of the last generation Cadillac CTS V-Sport in the twenty-five to $40,000 range? Seems like a good mix of styling and performance, especially for those that can't get up to a regular V. Well, good news. We have a former owner with us. It's Dale again. He sold it to get a Supra. I guess that's the answer.
0: <laughs> well, but we're also talking V Sport, which is the this level v Sport. under the V. It,
1: it is under the, under the V, but you had one that was actually overpowered. It was a Hennessy package on that, was it not?
7: It was a Lingenfelter package? Oh, Lingenfelter. Oh, yes. so sorry. Sorry. And, everyone... and no, it, was no, a, it was enough power to jumpstart a planet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that the question came up because I chatted with multiple people today about my experience owning the V. It was the second-generation V. It was a sedan, automatic, not what most enthusiasts think is the holy grail. And I think it is one of the most underappreciated power chains available. But there are a lot of sacrifices to be made in the ownership. The The interior just doesn't quite hold up to some of the other contemporaries. Um, the cachet sometimes isn't quite there. But it holds its value. And I think if you can buy it for anywhere in the high 20s to the high 30s it's a great buy it's a you should try it at least once in your lifetime experience the i prob- strongly recommend it the problem with the v-sport is
0: you lose the powertrain fun, and that makes some of the flaws stand right. out a bit
7: more and yes that's why second generation V over a v-sport
0: fair enough well there you got it right from an owner well,
1: not quite the v-sport but still well, we, we got he, in the he lived board. with the car you can see You can see the target from there exactly right well, there's another question on here from aries d with the rising demand for low-emissions vehicles and electric vehicles, do we think flex-fuel like ethanol or other biofuels will, will become more ubiquitous across the country, aside from the obvious benefits? If so, what could it be? Manufacturing costs? The less-than-ideal manu- uh, MPG compared to regular gasoline is the only thing that he can think of. But if it's renewable and cleaner, doesn't that... Cancel out the decreased efficiency. How long su- are we taking this podcast? I, I suppose so, but uh, a little bit further on down, a question from Avi Ram saying, "Did you, did we see that Porsche is working on the gasoline not pulled from crude, pulled from the ground? They're expected to get it going next year. It's supposed to cost about seven eighty per gallon. Well, yes, we're into those flex fuels, and it's still going to be an experiment mm-hmm. for car companies and for the public too. Will there be widespread adoption? And I think that will ultimately dictate." whether the general public accepts it or not. And if it does the things and it's the ease of use and fits people's lifestyle, just like an electric vehicle, it doesn't matter if it's a flex fuel or electricity. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be adopted? And that just really remains to be seen at this point. And so I welcome that. I welcome those technologies because that's yeah. you know, pushing us forward. But one of the things that uh, we all kept talking about, Richard, uh, you know this, and that is sound. We kept talking about sound mm-hmm. and how that still will sell. I, I keep touching on it, but that yeah. is a thing.
0: Ease of use is going to be massive as well. Open Mike, this is a mini car debate. I'm going to run through it real quick. He says, he just drove a mini Countryman and really loved it. Any suggestions for other driving homework besides the Lexus UX? Please drive Mazda products. Get in a CX-30, get in a CX-5. See what you Indeed. think of those in comparison Indeed. to those guys. Yes. Daym says, here's a new one, track, daily, storage, and crush. Oh, Hmm. Okay, four cars here. This is the the Mark IV Supra, which apparently is the only car that exists on Bring a Trailer. The FDRX7, the R32 GTR, and the first gen NSX. The track, daily storage, and crush. I'm gonna store the Supra. Not because I want to. I wish that car would get driven. But let's be honest, it's only going up. You mothball that car, and apparently you make money on it. <laughs> Which we rail against constantly. Yes, but if that's the one of the options, you shouldn't. But if that's one of the options, I've got to put something in there. It's going to be the All super. Right. The rest All of them right. aren't going up. The FDRX 7 I'm going to strip that car out so I can fit in it, and I'll track that. Because <laughs> I don't fit right now. The, uh, the, that means the first-gen NSX is the daily without question, and that also means I'm crushing the GTR. When the weather gets hot, it's time for custom sunscreens and dash covers from Covercraft. Their custom sunscreens are made to exactly fit inside your windshield. I mean, perfectly fit for maximum protection from the sun. They're durable and sturdy and fold up wonderfully for years of dependable use. There's a wide variety of colors and styles available, including the original awesome Silver One, Premier Series, and Carhartt. Covercraft
1: offers dash matte custom dash covers as well, custom fitted to your dash for complete protection from the sun. They reduce road glare when driving and complement your interior with a large selection of colors and styles, including the original carpet
0: dash mat, suede mat, velour mat, and the extremely popular limited edition. Whatever sunscreen, dash cover, or car cover you choose, remember you need to use the code EVERYDAY21 at checkout to receive a 10% discount and free shipping from Covercraft.com. For our audience, you can find Covercraft by following the link from our sponsors page or go directly to Covercraft com for high quality products that keep your vehicles protected and looking their best. Covercraft protecting the things that move you.
1: We really appreciate you joining us and we're thrilled to hear from everybody mm-hmm. uh, who joined us. Uh, any other further comments uh, from from anyone here?
8: Uh, So, this is Peter again, and I was one of the the people that got the distinct pleasure of driving Dale's Supra at one point. Uh, So, I have a message to everyone on the internet talking crap about the Supra. Oh, Um, Oh, wow. You're wrong, and I don't like you. That is all.
0: Whoa. Okay. All right. That seems like a place to leave it. I don't really think I I I can follow that, honestly.
1: Well, guys, write to us all of your car debates, your Topic Tuesdays, and certainly your car conclusions at everydaydrivertv at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, even if it's just drop us a line, tell us what you've seen, what intrigues you, what you're thinking about. We love uh, hearing from everybody. Yeah. Catch our Cheap Sports Car Challenge video. We wrap that up, and the the tally, the video where we talk about mm-hmm. the favorite things that we did with the cars, the favorite trips, in addition to how much we spent on the cars, and the next reveal. Yeah, for, what's coming uh, next is coming in a couple weeks. For those weeks, cars, for sure. that'll be out, like, like you said, a couple weeks. But in the meantime, we wish you a great driving success, and we hope you come with us on one of these pilgrimage trips sometime. Cheers, everyone.